Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome back here for another bite-sized political podcast from yours truly, sponsored by Quantum Hypno. Just over a week to go to our special live event in London town, so I know some of you are going to be there, so I look forward to seeing you. If you can't get there, if you still like to support me, you can buy me a coffee so we can do more of this stuff going forward. I leave that choice with you. Okay, let's talk about CPR. I'm sure you all know what CPR, obviously cardiopulmonary resuscitation. So it's an emergency procedure consisting of chest compressions, often combined with uh, ventilation or mouth-to-mouth, essentially resuscitation, in order to manually preserve, in order to manually preserve, essentially the uh, the brain, uh, so that it doesn't get damaged and, and the person die. CPR. Can we talk about, again, some of the stuff that was going on in 2020 and 2021? Because back then, lest we forget, we are told, now we're already told this, I don't know if there's any truth in this, that in the NHS, they couldn't give CPR to patients who were arresting uh, because it was just too dangerous. They were just in aprons. They didn't have the necessary PPE. So I'm sorry, you just had to die. But then, don't worry about it, new guidance came out. And it's, I mean, when you look back in this now, it's, just, it's unbelievable what they were saying. But this is exactly what they were saying. Here's how you do CPR on an adult with, with the COVID-19 dimension uh, added to it. If someone is unconscious and not breathing normally, do not put your face near to theirs. Well, hang on. That's the whole point of CPR. So the first guidance is don't do the thing that you should do. Number two, call for an ambulance. Well, we know that the wait times for ambulances around this country are, you know, shockingly bad. That's how incompetent the NHS is. So they're telling you, don't do the thing that you should do. Then call an ambulance. God knows how long that's going to come. Point three. Use a towel or a piece of clothing and lay it over the mouth and nose of the arrested person. So, in a way, suffocate them. That's that's the uh, the third point. Fourth, do not use mouth-to-mouth. Do not do that. You can start chest compressions to the tempo of the BG song, Staying Alive. And then, final thing is, you can use a public access defibrillator if available, well, let's face it, in most places they're not. So what I would say to you is that the level of cruelty I've just described towards someone who's having a cardiac arrest, is it's kind of off the scale. I mean, this is why I go on about the whole thing, I believe, being satanically driven. I can't think of anything worse than if I was struggling to breathe, if I was having a heart attack and I couldn't get my breath, Rather than someone come to me and help me with mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, instead, these people are coming to me. They're basically covering my airways. They're covering my mouth. They're covering my nose. That's what it says you do. And just giving compressions to the heart. So it's almost like I'm drowning because I can't breathe. And they're coming along and they're saying, well, sorry, tough. We're not, we're not going to help you in that. Is it any wonder how many, I wonder how many people needlessly died back then, were killed by this advice. Can we have an inquiry into that? I wonder will the COVID inquiry uh, cover that one? 
Well, of course not. Of course it won't, because the government doesn't want to talk about the very guidance that it put out to people. But as I say, it's the unusual cruel nature of this guidance it gets me it really gets me and then they're saying oh no but you misunderstand david you're not you're not you don't you don't seem to comprehend that this deadly covid virus was passed person to person through through um re re respiratory contact droplets remember all that of course it wasn't there's absolutely no evidence that in fact there's no evidence to point at any time anything has been passed by droplets Right, there's no empirical science-based evidence to suggest that. But in particular regard, when it comes to COVID-19, they were running then the whole scare story that this is so dangerous. And this is still prevalent in the NHS. The awful thing is this thinking hasn't gone away. They still think, if in the, in, in the NHS that is, if someone tests positive, I mean, you may as well say that, you know, you've got the black plague. They'll run a mile from you or they'll instantly, you know, uh, isolate you, put you in the COVID warm ward, treat you like you treat you like some kind of leper, all because of a test which itself we know now, we know to be completely pointless. And we knew that at the time, by the way. We talked about it back in 2020. Uh, but they needed their test to get their numbers to sustain the illusion that there was this deadly virus. And as part of that, they took things which were well known and, and, and actually proven to do some good, such as CPR, and bastardized it in such a way that we must have lost a lot of people, just not through the virus, but through the fact that the response to them becoming unwell and potentially having a cardiac arrest was to cover their mouth, cover their nose, and um, you know, no human contact apart from just chest compression. So, I mean, as I say, there was great evil done back then, and we shouldn't forget it. We should remember it. And, uh, you know, we should hope that it's never going to be repeated. It certainly tells you something about the immorality of the COVID response.